Welcome to Bites of Light with Angel and Seth Rohr. We provide bite-sized nuggets of wisdom to feed your soul, expand your awareness, and free your mind to help you create a more beautiful today and a brighter tomorrow. Join us in our magical kitchen as we serve up another high-vibe snack for your soul. of Bites of Light, Snacks for Your Soul. And today we have another one of our featured authors, Dustin Kaiser from Buckaroo Buddha. Welcome, Dustin. Welcome. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, Dustin is writing in our book, Bites of Light, Evolving Leadership for the Spiritual Entrepreneur. And we are so happy to have you here today. Um, I know that in, in life, we all experience different challenges different things that press us, push our limits, and through that we grow. And one of those for you is being on this podcast. So we're very honored that you are willing to do that work and join us here to share about yourself with our listeners. Well, thank you guys very much for holding that sacred space for me. My whole journey with you has been needling, <laughs> to say the most, <laughs> and growth, but in a good way. You know, this is this is definitely something new for me, but I I'm enjoying it. I'm trying to my you know really try to embrace it and hold it, hold it in that in that space of of growth and definitely some shadow work coming up through the book and with the public speaking. But I'm facing it. I'm doing it, and it feels feels amazing. So thank you guys for holding that space for me. Yeah, absolutely. Most Our welcome. pleasure. Angel reminds me on a regular basis that one of my favorite things to do is to poke. So. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little payback. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and and when it comes my way, I I'm I'm like you. I'm like, ah, oh, thank you. Bring it. Like, bring bring the lessons. It's not always comfortable, yeah. but it's always welcome. It's what so. life's about is the lessons, right? That's That's how we grow, learn and grow and move forward. Yep. So we met relatively recently we met last july at at a retreat we were doing our uh, breathwork course we we're both becoming breathwork facilitators together and that was quite a ride too just <laughs> that initial meeting and and jumping in to that relationship with the group that was in there I'd be, I'm curious, some of your kind of initial thoughts as you stepped into that container yourself. It was, it was amazing for me. I had first really kind of dug into breath work in like, oh, it was probably 2015 or so. And it came in kind of into my, my zone. And I reached out to one of my teachers and I was like, Hey, what, you know, what is this kind of look at looking at, you know, doing some Kundalini, waking up that Kundalini. And he's, he was an, an older, an elder. And no, 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 you don't want to, don't, don't force it. Don't, don't rush it. Just continue on your journey. And I was, okay. Reached out to another teacher just because I have to push those buttons, right? I have to poke the bear. And she sent me a, a YouTube link to some, some pretty crazy breath work. And April was gone in California. And so I laid down and tried it. And I immediately dropped into this amazing journey into the, deepest darkest shadows places that I had been probably to that point in my journey up to up to then and woke up that morning laying on my massage table with tears and wanting you know just that 
what the hell happened to me situation. That was my introduction to breathwork. Answered a lot of questions, dug up a lot of shit, jumped forward into when I met you in Sedona. I kind of went in, you know, like I do with every ceremony and, and, you know, holding that space ready to face what's coming to me. And it ended up being more than I had ever even thought was possible. It's, it's definitely been a journey, uh, an expansion of growth and really helping me step into, into my medicine. When I met you there instantly, I had a very big soul connection with you. I felt like, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you understood where I come from of life's not always soft and unicorns and rainbows. And, you know, you get into some of these areas and that's what, that's what spirituality is, is soft and pretty and you met me on that level of, you know, hey, what's up, fucker? You know, wait, get your shit together. Wake up. And I really appreciate that. I really connected, was able to connect with you during that time in Sedona. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. For me, it was it was very, very instant. You know, I walked into a room and I was running a little late because of my finding out about this at the last mm-hmm. minute. And I walk into a room of a group of five students and the the teacher that were already kind of bonded. And I was curious how that was going to go, right? You you kind of Mm -hmm. step into a container after it's already been. (laughs) And sometimes you can, you can feel like the, you know, the odd duck out, but it wasn't like that at all. I mean, I felt immediately welcomed by everybody. And there was definitely that immediate connection, that soul connection um, with you as well. And I, yeah. Oh, and I thought, well, that's very interesting. I wonder where this is going to go. look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, now we're we're writing, you know, writing books together, and and that's just the beginning, right? Oh, so much. Yeah, we are growing medicine that will play off each other, and future of of building communities, and just spreading the medicine, all of our medicine to as many people as are ready and willing. Yeah. Beautiful. And, and we had an opportunity that not everybody gets, right? We spent a weekend together in Sedona. And then six months later, last December, we went and spent was it nine or 10 days. Oh, Teo. Teo, Tihuacan, <laughs> Mexico, which is, I mean, just to go there by yourself is, is an experience, but anytime you go with the group, it's, it's such a heart opening space man can't help but connect soul to soul so that really just deepened that connection that we kind of that we were already building and opened up and really connected the whole group on a deep level for sure and that and that seems to be i mean that's my experience every time i go with the group whether i'm leading it or i'm just a participant of it it is amazing what happens when you step into those powerful places and allow allow that energy allow the opening and then you you get out of your own way we get our mind out of the way and we make heart connections soul connections absolutely you know that's we we talked about teo and and just being there in those in those sacred spaces like that on top of doing the work the combination between the two is is absolutely life-changing you know, you mix that with bringing in the vibrations of everybody else that's there, bringing their medicine on top of being on that sacred ground. 
just, I mean, just talk about get into your heart and reach down through your toes into Pachamama and just feel that medicine. Yeah. It was, it was, a, it was an amazing time for me and I cannot wait to return. Yes, yes, yes. So, so magical. And, and we went down and had a very different experience than the experiences I've had down there before. And it was still, yeah. magical, still very opening, still just really wonderful. So touch a little bit on, on kind of what you, what you wrote about. I mean, we, we try to condense these huge stories of our life into, you know, a few thousand words in the book, but the experience that kind of led you to the story that you wrote in the book, you know, there's a lot more, there's kind of a lot of more background to that. Yeah. So do you want, like, do you want me to talk like about what, like you want me to tell that story like is that yeah let's let's hear the story it's it's an amazing story that's I guess where I'm at and how I'm here so why in 2004 my senior year of high school got into a four-wheeler wreck and split my head wide open like a pumpkin (laughs) and met at that time you know there's all the ambulance and the trauma part behind it but the the goodness the greatness that came out of it was during that near death experience I met my creator and was given a choice whether I wanted to fulfill my life's purpose or start over again and I obviously obviously chose to come back here you know and so being young not knowing what that means led to all kinds of bullshit with you know depression and alcohol you know chasing bottles on top of growing up in you know the community I did the ranching community you know alcohol is already such a big thing you know everybody drinks everybody smokes so you have the peer pressure of that you know the tough cowboy exterior so had all that on top of this part that was completely blown open completely changed from who I was prior to this accident so you mix the two of those together for me it was, you know, the probably five years out, out of my wreck was just a whirlwind of crazy, crazy shit that happened. Divorce, attempted suicide, you know, and of course, attempted suicide, you already died once. You, you already had my chance to get out is what I always laugh about, right? You already tried that. You're, you're here now. You signed up. So that I threw all my shit one day in my truck, headed to a big ranch in Nevada, I was working for a tire, a local tire company, got divorced by the time I was 21, threw my shit in my truck, headed to Nevada, chasing something. And kind of that spent the next few years like that. You know, I moved from big ranches in Nevada, moved up to Montana, way up north to Canada, chasing that dream, tracing, chasing something. And it's really cool now that I look back at it, you know, Every person that I came in contact with, every job that I took, you know, girlfriend relationship that I had was, I was there for, to bring that light, to bring, they're all going through such shitty situations, you know, ranches splitting up, shit like that. And I, sorry, was always able to bring that light and love. And that's where the whole name Buddha came from is I had a cow boss up in Montana he always laughed because it could be negative 40 degrees and snowing sideways. And I'd be out there with a big old shitty grin on my face, you know, happy finding the light in it. And so 
I, I went through life with that and just kept shining and and everything and ended up in northern British Columbia for some crazy reason. Well, it wasn't crazy. It was a girl chasing love, right? <laughs> that qualifies as a crazy reason. Yeah, yeah it was a crazy reason. For most of us. Uh, chasing love and I ended up going up north, spent a few years up there and uh, ended up meeting a gentleman that was an elder of a tribe from up there. And he kind of showed up one out of the blue at the ranch one night to talk about hunting. And we ended up really digging deep with each other. And he was the one that kind of really opened this book for me. <clears throat> and, you know, I still had that super ego cowboy, you know, nobody knows that I'm out here walking barefoot, talking to the squirrels, you know, really connecting and, he would always just tell me, you know, he's, you know, don't be, you know, this is what you're supposed to be doing. This is you, this is you, I, I, you know, no, this is hippie shit. You know, I always laugh and I'm, I'm not, this is not me. <laughs> I'm a cowboy, I'm a big tough cowboy, you know? And uh, anyways, I kind of continued through that next winter in Canada, learning a little bit with him as I could. And fighting myself still and fell into some depression the cold cold winter Canadian winter got the best of me finally after I think four years and on top of all kinds of crazy immigration shit that was happening trying to get citizenship was a was a whole joke on itself but it all happened for a reason because it had me come back down here to the states you know and traveled around continued to work on some big ranches and I finally realized I was fed up with snow, I was not, not doing snow anymore. So it took me to sunny California <laughs> where I met April on a ranch down there. And that's a whole nother story on itself. But she was the one that really held that space for me during that deep healing time. Um, at that point, I'd really quit trying to drink so much, was really kind of starting to step into my medicine change my perspective on life and get my shit together a little bit and met her and she held that we you know held that space for me we stayed up the first night we met I think we stayed up to like six o'clock in the morning and she's like I think this is how life's supposed to be and I was like I do too right this is not we're supposed to be creating wonderful things and 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 spreading vibrations and medicine and and all this great collaboration of stuff and for me, this was like the first person I'd ever talked to outside of the teachers I'd had in the past. And I was like, holy shit, you know, I'm not alone here. <laughs> so yeah, that kind of started that. And I ended up going and learning how to do Bowen therapy, the muscle work that we do yeah. for that. And it just all started rolling into one thing after another. And so my chapter is kind of about that journey, but in a much more poetic way, I think <laughs> it had it really touched into my cowboy side in my heart of that. And for me trying to communicate, like we said at the beginning of this podcast, you know, it's, this is something new for me, but it kind of just started to flow like poetry. And so that's how it came out. I love it. Well, it was beautiful <laughs> to witness your transformation through word you know holding space for you while you decided what you were going to write and then what you were writing that was a journey for us all you know I 
I have never witnessed or read how you produce your medicine, how you produce your words. And it's so beautiful and it's so unique and it's completely different than any of the other chapters that are written. And I'm just so proud of you for the work that you did. And I hope people understand. I hope it, I hope it really, well, it'll reach with those that need to be reached by it. So, right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, on top of that, and then the whole triggering aspect of the spelling and grammar on top of writing, it was a whole other journey on itself that you guys took me on. Yeah. And my poor wife, I had almost had me crying as she was proofreading it because I was like, why are you yelling at me? It took me back to times after my incident. I had to work really hard on, you know, learning how to to respell and grammar and things like that have really slipped out of my mind when I had this at my accident. So it was a huge, like triggering, really dove into some shadow work on top of that as well. So it was a, it was an experience. Yeah. Well, people don't understand that, you know, when we step into these collaborative spaces and we ask the authors to, you know, dive into their hearts and speak their truth and, and write about their experiences, like you have to revisit those traumatic spaces and dive into them to write from there. And so as we're birthing this medicinal art into the world, it is also a healing experience for those of us who are saying yes to this project. It's not fluff. There is no, no. fluff band-aids here. No fluff. <laughs> no fluff. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a very different level of healing, right? People will say, "Well, I've I have I've processed it enough that I can talk about it without feeling all the emotions." That's great. Like that's a very significant level of healing. But then to go into it so deep to write it out with the intent of putting it out to the world is an even deeper layer of undoing and a deeper level of, of surrender to that and letting go in the healing process. So, so often we feel like, oh, I've, I've done the work around that, I'm good. But then as we go a little deeper, we find that there's a new layer Oh yeah. And All about the layers. Like this, right. A process yeah. like this. I mean, you're talking, it's probably been what 20 years since you had the, you know, since you were sitting there trying to relearn how to write and things like that. Well, that's that's exactly it. I thought I had taken care of that, you know, on right. top of some issues with my mother that I had at that time, on top of the you know, the relearning, I thought, oh, that was way gone. No, no, it was buried deep down inside. It wasn't taken care of. It had never been resurfaced or retouched. This brought it to the center and poked it. <laughs> and made me that. made me sit in my shit and deal with it. And I I loved it. It was yeah. great. Yeah. You know, it's through those processes that we that we truly offload. We truly let go of those heavy energies and free ourselves to fly. But you know, for the listeners, it's just I like to reiterate that like you're not broken because you are reliving or re-experiencing something that you experienced before there's there's not necessarily it's not a one and done although it can happen it oftentimes it the, the spiral path we think we're reliving the same thing but we're reliving it from a different perspective one from a higher perspective a higher vibrational perspective 
that gives us the ability to heal it on a deeper level, which is kind of a dichotomy there. The higher you go vibrationally, the deeper you can heal the wounding. Because we do hold it at a cellular level. And so if we have done the mental work and and given ourselves those mental tools to navigate it and keep it here, that doesn't mean that it's released from our bodies, mm -hmm. right? And that's why breath oh, work is such an amazing and powerful modality because it makes you go into your body and feel, you know, you get out of here and, and you drop into your body and allow the vibrations to literally shake the shit out. Like that's mm -hmm. part of it, right? Yeah. You're, you're picking specific music that hits those vibrations, those base and sacral chakras. And, you know, we've, we've witnessed people get up and leave in the last, in the first two songs because they're so uncomfortable because all their shit boils to the surface. It takes, a spiritual warrior to go in and do this work and 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 do allow yourself to go into those spaces and be held by others yeah to do the work it's a good reminder that courage does not mean fearless matter of fact without fear you can't be courageous courage is feeling the fear and doing it anyway so mm -hmm. people that do lay down and do breath work and are afraid or do the internal work and are afraid but they're doing it anyway like that is that's warrior so commendable i mean if you don't have the fear that's great too maybe, maybe you've just done the work around the fear and you're good you can move through it but yeah to have the fear and do it anyway to me is more commendable than the ability to you know just do it oh yeah so much you know, and that's like, I, I talk to people when we hold these little, my little ceremonies, you know, and I've sat with quite a different, you know, a few different types of plant medicines a few times and, you know, searching, looking for answers, connection, you know, working on things. And it wasn't until I breathed in Sedona. I mean, that for me, that brought everything that I was searching for together to hold. It answered questions. It connected A to B. And I realized, you know, a lot of it, it's because, well, it's all because <laughs> it's my medicine. And I can drink as much as I want. You know, you can drink. You're, it's you. There's no substance that to, to interfere with it, which is fine. If that's what you need in that point in your journey, please, you know. But the breath for me was, that's my pill, my medicine, 100% me. And I'm the only one that can can deal with any of it. And I love offering that to other people. You know, those people that, that can come down and drop in and trust themselves enough to love themselves to let go and to take that medicine and just keep drinking it and taking care of yourself and raising your own vibrations and, and healing yourself and those traumas has just been so such an amazing thing to be a part of. Yes. Well, we are very grateful and very honored that you said yes to this project and stepped in. This is big medicine that we're creating and we're just so happy to have your secret sauce mixed all in and helping us birth this, this art into the world. So thank you. Thank you guys so much. Yes. Your, your light is an amazing contribution to the whole book and the whole community and the whole world. And I'm grateful to have just had the opportunity to meet you, much less having to be a part of my path moving forward in life.
I am so excited to continue this journey with you guys and to continue to learn and grow and peel off my own layers, you know, and keep working on my own shit because we all have shit to work on. So yeah, I'm so glad I get to work on it with you guys. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. Me too. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Yes. And we look forward to seeing you again soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah. All my love. All my love. Until All next love. time. Thank you for sharing your time and energy with us. The best way to help us spread this message is to rate, review, and subscribe. If this episode impacted you in any way, share it with others, post about it on social media, or put something in the comments. Also, check out our website for upcoming events and books at www.roarrevolution.com. All our gratitude and love. All our love. See you soon.